When you drive with Uber, what moves you moves us. That's why we provide drivers with the option to sign up for instant pay, so you have the power to decide when and where you cash out. What moves me is my niece back home. I always try to send her something I know she'll love. That's what moves me. Uber. What moves you moves us. Get started with instant pay when you sign up to drive with us at uber.com slash drive. Experiences driving with Uber may vary. Drivers who are signed up with instant pay can cash out up to five times a day. Terms apply. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain. And it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Everybody, this is Stan Wangland. This is your co-host for, I hope, one of your favorite shows, The People, The Persons, The Humans, The Extraterrestrials, Under the Stairs. And I hope everybody's having a great evening. Our thanks to Cat Ward, who filled in for probably probably the best podcasting host that I know. and I don't know from any podcasting hosts, but probably he's the best. <laughs> he's a spooky guy. He was on vacation uh, last time when we were last week when we were doing things. He he was available on vacation, but he doesn't like that hot, humid weather. And I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to have all of you guys uh, not have a good co-hosting from the best guy that I know, my good buddy, the Spook Master, 
Spookmeister, P.J. Paul James Cadence. And he's out there. He's under the stairs. Paul? Paul? Are you there, man? I'm under the stairs. I'm, I'm having a nice uh, people burger. It's very tasty. <laughs> oh, see, there he goes. I knew he was going to do it. If it wasn't Satan, he was going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you got to speak into your microphone here. I know you've been on vacation for a week, but you're a little fuzzy under the stairs there. Well, I'm right on top of that mic. If I had it any closer, it'd be down my throat, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds a lot better now. I, I, we, you know, Kat and I decided, that's Kat Ward from Paranormal Heart. We decided we wanted to raise people under the stairs to a new standard. And we want you to live up to this. And I, I, I know you're going to do a good job today. How was your vacation, Paul? How was everything? I, I'm sure our fans for the show, all three or four of them, would probably like to know. Oh, well, it was good. It was peaceful, but it was very hot in North Carolina. That was the hottest I've ever, ever felt it down there when, when we took the trip. 77% humidity. The sun was blazing hot. So, yeah, we didn't, uh, nobody ventured outside too, too awful much. It was, it was extremely hot. You know, this, I, if I was uh, Ed McMahon on The Tonight Show, I would say, Paul, how hot was it? <laughs> <laughs> It was so hot, folks, that even Satan said, whew, where's the air conditioning? <laughs> yeah, you know, the, our buddy Satan went with us, and he went back north once he got a taste of that weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little too hot even for old Beazlebub. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about it for the show tonight, Paul. You and I have had a hell of a fun time. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Let me do it like Jackie Gleason, you know. Good night, everybody. Good night, Norton. Whatever. I don't know what happened. To Satan, I'm so happy to be back with Paul. And it's too bad Kat is not here with us. But we'll have to get her on the show again. She's very, very good, but not as good as Paul. I think she's better, not as good as Paul. But all that aside, uh, you know, getting serious for a second, because the producer is not going to yell at Paul. He's going to yell at me and say, why are you starting this off like this is a comedy show? This is a scary <laughs> show. And tonight's show is actually, or today's show, really is a scary show. And like the, the show on witches, uh, the more you look at this one, you know, you're thinking, wow, it's a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about this in the past. Maybe, holy Jesus, the topic tonight, folks, is cannibalism in the 21st century. And I'm, no, you heard me right. I'm not talking about cannabis. I'm not talking about car. <laughs> whatever it is, um, you know, Carnaby Street in England, we're talking about cannibalism, eating people, eating other human beings uh, throughout history and in the 21st century. And I knew a little bit of that might go on because my late daughter was an anthropologist. And I knew in New Guinea, uh, they have some tribes that still kind of practice that, which we'll talk about. But, hey, man, this is, uh, you know, something that, still goes on in some places that you're you're going to get stunned when you hear this stuff and you can check it out yourself. Don't believe me. Be a critical thinker. So, Paul, what do you have to say about cannibalism? Well, all I know is a cannibal and a vegetarian walked into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 
Well, I wanted to do this show and I put the, the uh, topic forth because I, I came across an article that was actually put out by the New York Times mm-hmm. and entitled Rethinking uh, the Taboo of Cannibalism. And basically, this article went on to tell us that cannibalism exists in the animal kingdom, the yes. insect kingdom, that people have done it in the past. Uh, it, it's basically a, a natural thing, and that actually cannibalism could uh, be a very big uh, solution to the world hunger problem and the world food shortage. And the, of course, the, the article ends on the note, well, you know, we're not quite ready for that yet, but maybe uh, possibly down the road we we might be. And I, I found that interesting for a, a number of reasons, because of what I know about cannibalism is going to uh, uh, spiral us into some uh, different territory here a little bit once we get into it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I think there are reasons for articles like this, and there's been more and more of them. And as you said, looking on the Internet, it's it's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting to know how many uh, how many articles are out there about it, rethinking it. And then, you know, we're seeing videos about it, music videos. And I think it was Tyler Swift, you know, being cut up on the dinner table, you know, last year in one of her videos. You know, so, uh-huh. you know, it's it's almost like a, a normalizing of getting the people used to the idea of, hey, it might be OK to eat people but that that's something we're we're going to delve into uh, a a little bit here but i know you got some information you wanted to share with us that you oh, dug up on the internet so oh there's there's a ton of it uh there's a ton of it and I, you know I, but uh but you know the the first thing is that uh, people if they're really interested in cannibalism uh you know from any kind of perspective just as you know if you just like uh, interesting things or far out things you know, do a historical check on that. Uh, do a search on your <clears throat> computer uh, for cannibalism through history. And uh, my Lord, uh, it goes back uh, forever and a day. And you, you'll find out how popular cannibalism was in the Middle Ages, during the Black Plague, uh, so on and so forth. And, you know, the article that you were talking about, Paul, I also have that. It's called Cannibalism, the Ultimate Taboo. And it's... Yes. Um, there was a book called Cannibalism by a fellow called Bill Shute. And uh, he writes in there, cannibalism makes perfect evolutionary sense. And that's mm-hmm. what he was talking about. That, And, and people have to understand that, that uh, evolution or, or you know, what, what happens in nature has nothing to do with culture. And, uh, you know, he talked about black widow spiders, praying mantises, uh, you know, uh, toads. And so on and so forth. And, you know, people, uh, you know, are kind of, uh, you know, okay with that kind of stuff. But even male polar bears will chase and eat cum and things like that. You know, they'll eat their own. Now, human beings, when they eat other human beings, can develop a, a, a very a dire illness. It's, it's kind of on the order of um, mad cow disease. As a matter of fact, this is where my daughter got involved with my late daughter who was an uh, anthropologist, uh, because her supervisor was actually one of the people who discovered mad cow disease. 
And uh, the, I think the disorder is called Kuru, K-U-R-U. And it's how people get extremely sick from meeting other human beings. However, that doesn't throw a lot of people off. And uh, one of the things that I found that positively stunned me was uh, nine places in the world where cannibalism is practiced today. Am I taking too long with this, Paul? No, not at all. Go, go right ahead. Yeah. One of the places is Papua New Guinea. And those are the tribesmen of the Karawai. That's a tribe. Uh, you know, they devour bodies of people they have, uh, like, vengeance killings of. Now, that happens today. And one of the things that I found out is the famous, you know, wealthy guy, Nelson Rockefeller. I believe his son, who was lost in the 60s, uh, you know, in, uh, in, uh, in this region of the world, they thought he drowned, but actually they found out later on that most probably he was eaten by cannibals. He was eaten by cannibals by offending them the year before, and some of their members were killed by the military and he you know, got into some kind of a thing, got into the water, he washed up ashore, and where did he wash up ashore with these guys? They killed him and they ate him. In Fiji, this is something that uh, historically has happened. Uh, and it was one of the last known places that, uh, you know, in the South Pacific, that Islanders, you know, it, it would eat other people. Here's one that I couldn't believe. The Ganges River, they have Agahori monks uh, in India. Can you believe this shit? In India, where they uh, live only on the, cre the cremated remains of their relatives and other dead individuals. You know, I, I now that you mention them, I, I have uh, I read about them in the past. I, I remember them. Yeah, that's that. I remember thinking that this is probably uh, a few years ago that I, I read about these particular monks, and I was like, "Wow, that is insane!" You know? Yeah, and it's uh, it's right here. Now they've only got about twenty members. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. <laughs> And it's attacking your peace of mind. Oh. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It says, but the, the big thing with these guys is they, they, they group drink from human skull bones. They got pictures right here on the internet, right? I mean, these are for real. Uh, and they live on the cremated remains of other people. They don't kill anybody out of violence uh, for use in their ceremonies, but they only use the bodies of people who've already died. Now, in Africa, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, man, oh, man, uh, they had uh, meetings in 2003 from the United Nations because the Congolese rebels from different prov uh, provinces were coming in, killing the pygmies 
and eating the bodies of the pygmies. Can you believe that? Mm. Now you say, oh, come on. Okay, that's Africa, the Fiji Islands. How about this? How about Cambodia? And that when they, uh, this is all the way in the 20th century, into the 21st century, with Cambodian soldiers fighting during the Khmer Rouge rebellion, they would cut out the hearts and livers of Khmer Rouge soldiers who were killed in the battle in order to eat them or take them home, their hearts and their livers. That's craziness, man. Uh, in 2011, German tourists in French Polynesia were hacked to pieces and eaten by cannibals. Liberia, they have uh, Doctors Without Borders, that's famous, people you know that who that is, found evidence of cannibalistic practices where they sent the remains over to Amnesty International. You've got uh, other people, uh, you know, other people that, uh, crazy people that, um, you know, serial killers in the United States uh, and in Europe who practice uh, cannibalism. And they even have a, a photo here of a guy in Miami, Florida, that a guy, a guy jumped out and grabbed them and bit off his, uh, bit off his cheek, his eye, yeah. his nose. And uh, he was, a, his name is Ronald Popo. And he was, uh, he was actually, uh, in 2012, he, his face was eaten by this guy who thought he was a, a, a cannibal. And his name was Rudy Eugene. Can you imagine that? The police had to shoot him and kill him because he wouldn't stop eating the guy. Yeah, I remember that, that they thought that there were some people that were thinking that the zombie virus was, uh, yeah, was actually. Yeah, as a matter uh, of fact, now that you mentioned it, I can remember the same thing. Like the zombie virus. Here, look at this. What's that again, Paul? I said there were a lot of people that that were putting up the article and saying the zombie virus is real. Look at this. You know, this man is you know infected with something because he, right. he was eating the guy. Right. Now, one of the things that you have here too is uh, you have lots of uh, you know not lots, but you have a, a sizable number of cases of cannibalism in modern day America with people who were serial killers. That, uh, you know, not unlike uh, Hannibal uh, Lecter, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they catch people, you know, kill them or take parts of their body while they're alive and they eat them. Mm -hmm. And it's stunning. It's stunning. I mean, you can check that out here. I've got a list of 10 people right here. I'm not going to bore people, you know, doing that when they can check that out themselves, but it's, it's just absolutely shocking. And, you know, this is something that was also practiced a great deal in World War II. This was practiced in the Warsaw Ghetto. They had acts of cannibalism. It was heavily practiced in Russia during World War II with all the various sieges of Leningrad and Stalingrad and all the, the scorched earth policy. It, uh, it, you know, it happened in several other places, you know, during the war where people would practice cannibalism. In the 20th century, there's nothing to eat, and uh, once somebody was knocked off, they would uh, they would do that. As a matter of fact, there are cases of cannibalism reported in um, in Civil War prisons, where the people were uh, in our own Civil War, where they were starved. So, man, oh man, pretty crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. 
And last but not least, you have um, a sizable amount of hidden cannibalism went on in North Korea. Mm -hmm. Because they were starving. People were eating grass. People, you know, when I talk about Warsaw Ghetto in World War II or German soldiers, they were eating the leather from their shoes and belts. You know, to fill it up. So pretty crazy stuff. Now, what do you, what other things are, what other things do you know about cannibalism, Paul? Or how does it how does it fit into to to any kind of other rituals or any strange oddities or things that you're aware of? Because I know you're aware of all things strange. Well, I am fabulously glad you've asked that question, Stan, because yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it actually goes back. We're seeing here in the United States and, and throughout Europe more and more, you know, people writing books, people writing articles, people speaking on how, you know, these things are, are normal, kind of like anesthetizing the masses to, you know, maybe one day we might want to participate or, or practice uh, cannibalism. It will, it will feed hungry people. Mm -hmm. And. You know, now a, a reason for this, I mean, you look at some things and you say, well, you know, this, this is immoral. Why, why would somebody want to, you know, eat other people just the way there are people that want to, you know, normalize, you know, pedophilia and all, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But, but why? why, why would there be certain, you know, politicians or groups that would, you know, want to put this out there? Well, here's where the strange and the occult comes in. Mm hmm. It goes all the way back to the Babylonian mystery religions. Mm -hmm. And it, it is said that uh, as we read in Genesis in the Bible, that when the Nephilim were on the land and, the, you know, they were the giants mm -hmm. and they were the men of renown. And there are extra biblical books, the, the book of Enoch, the book of Jubilees and the book of giants. Uh, and actually the book of Enoch and the book of uh, Jubilees is part of the uh, Ethiopian, um, the, the the Ethiopian scriptures. They're uh, what do you call it? I can't remember the name of their church, but anyway, they're still included over there in, in, in the the uh, the Ethiopic uh, you know canon of the Bible. And these books talk about the how people kind of worship the giants and 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 saw to them, and the giants ate ate them out of house and home. And then when there was no more food, the giants began to eat people. They became cannibals. Mm -hmm. and, and after this, there, there were certain tribes and certain peoples that, that still looked at them as being gods or god men. So they, they carried on this practice, you know, drinking blood, eating people. And then it got into the mystery Babel, Babylonian religions, which does carry over into today's age. We, we see a very big come back with all of that with the the freemasons and some of the uh some of the um luciferian philosophies that uh, mm -hmm. you know our, our beloved politicians are uh, are involved in and you know these people they their their job their desire is to bring back the old ways the ways of the old world the old gods the old practices and you know there, there's a whole history with this when you when you hear the when you hear the name uh, illuminati you already you automatically think well conspiracy theory we don't know anything about these people mm -hmm. it's all 
but there was a guy by the name of Workup. There's it was a weird name that he had, but he's the one who started it like years ago. And the thing was to to bring back the old ways, undermine you know the morals of society, the church, and if they were ever found out, you know, taking over government and religion, that they would disperse and then reform under another name and carry on their mission. And the man, the guy who founded the, the Illuminati was actually obsessed with the Babylonian mystery religions. Mm-hmm. So all that being said, I mean, the, the, those practices, that philosophy still exists today. Uh, many of our fine uh, leaders and, uh, you know, politicians uh, do belong to these secret societies and brotherhoods that believe in these things. And and so that, you know, some people look at it and say, oh, well, no, that's that's conspiracy. That's not true. But no, it is true. And as many things on this show that even you said were far out in the weeds and it couldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then you researched it a week or two later and said, holy crap, there's something to this. Let's do a whole show on it. You know, uh, this this is a reality. And one of the things that they want to bring back is uh, the cannibalism, because that's what they believe. The drinking of the blood, the, the eating of the flesh, it, it gives divine power. You know, uh, it's it's for health purposes. And we're seeing all this stuff about cannibalism, all this stuff about vampire facials and uh, taking blood baths like uh, Elizabeth Bathory to restore youth. It's mm-hmm. it's like all, all over the place. We're like inundated, especially over the last two years of all these old world, you know, that we read about in history books or horror stories years ago. And it was just, I think it was 2012, Kim Kardashian had a, a blood, a vampire facial, you know, and uh, and this is why when when you look to, to bring back the old ways, our, our society, our, our country, you know, is inundated with occult symbology. You look at even, you know, the, the dollar bill, the, the pyramid with the eye and all these other symbols and things written in Latin. Mm-hmm. Even such things as the Bluetooth symbol. A lot of people don't know that that is a bind rune. And a bind rune is a magical symbol that has a purpose to fulfill, uh, you know, uh, a spell, occult rituals. And if you don't want, if you don't know what a bind rune is, yeah, just look up runes, R-U-N-E. They were Viking symbols that they used for magic and divination and, you know, various other purposes. And they would marry runes together, you know, and make a a hybrid symbol out of two or three, four runes and call it a bind rune. So, you know, we see these things all over the place. Even the names of sneakers and Nike, he was a pagan god. Mitsubishi car, three diamonds related to, you know, ancient pagan gods. So it's it's been it's been the idea for a very long time by uh, you know some of these people to bring back the old ways you know get get rid of this uh, you know church Christianity uh, morality because it's it's garbage we need to go back to back to the basics the 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 ideology of the Babylonian mystery religions and all of that sort of thing so the cannibalism is actually a very big part of it. And, um, you know, when, when you look at people like Epstein, there's a lot of folks, 
uh, you know, when the whole rumor of Pizzagate came out and they talked about pedophilia because a lot of these people, you know, in the governments and, you know, even people in Hollywood, they, they, they were pedophiles or they were, they were doing this ritualistically because they felt having sex with young virgins, you know, gave them some kind of power. Mm-hmm. And people said, oh, no, 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 that that there's nothing to that. Well, guess what? Well, now they found found out that there is, you know, so the rumors out there that some of these people engage in, uh, you know, some pretty nasty things of uh, blood rituals or, you know, even even trying a piece of uh, human meat of a stillborn baby or an aborted fetus or some such thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start connecting the dots, looking into this, and I know I breezed through it rather quickly. Uh, there's a lot of history to this. And the more you read about it, the more you connect dots, the more you're apt to say, as I am, I don't put it past these sick bastards. And, you know, they, they just want to bring back that, that old barbaric way where anything goes. And if they can. No, go ahead, Paul. And if if they if they could get us all, uh, you know, conned into eating one another, you know, eating other people, eating uh, aborted fetuses or, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, because, hey, it's it's a it's a natural good solution to uh, the world food problems. Uh, you know, who, who knows what what crazy crap is is in their heads, but. It's it's there and, and, and they are pushing this narrative and it does seem more and more over the last two, three years, we are hearing more and more about how normal it is, you know, just like and I want to use this as a quick example. I remember around 2007, 2008, uh, just about the time I, I met your lovely niece, there were a lot of books out. And a lot of things on the internet later about human beings were not meant to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. This whole this whole thing about marriage and one mate, it's all a bunch of crap. It was the same thing. The the animals do it, you know, the birds will have their mate, certain animals, but they'll go off and, you know, uh have sex with other wild animals. You know, they do it. We're just animals, we should do it. And look how many. After just a few years, when when that first started coming out in books, in articles, uh, we had people with several letters after their names writing books about it and being on talk shows. Well, yes, in the animal kingdom, you know, uh, monogamy is, you know, is non-existence and and we're just evolved animals. So, you know, why should we think we're any different? We shouldn't be mad at our mates if they go out and they have an affair. It's, It's natural. And how many people? How many people just in a few years of that narrative being pushed jumped on that bandwagon? Many, many, many. And I, I tried, and I, I tried, but my wife said, Hey, I'll kill you. Yeah, and 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 and, and I and I and I I think that that what we're seeing even today with people that because I know people my age, you know, in, in their 50s and their 40s people looking for relationships they can't find them everybody nobody wants to be monogamous no 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 they you know they tell me this all these women all these men no i don't want to be monogamous no i just want an open relationship 
you know, this whole marriage thing, it's old. We don't, you know, we're not built to be that way. One partner for life. I have other male friends. You know, I, I think we're, we're getting the aftershock of that thought even today because it, it seemed like it became an excuse for people just to say, F it, I'll, I'll do what I want. I'll sleep with who I want as many as I want, even if I'm married. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be the same thing with some of this uh, cannibalism and vampire facials and drinking blood and bathing in blood and all this nonsense. Little by little, you, you, you don't think people will fall for it. But once, once science, in air quotes, as I always say on my podcast, says it's okay, it's natural, it's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. All the celebrities start saying, oh, I did it. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Making videos about it and PhDs writing books about it. A large portion of society will follow right along with it because they'll think, hey, they're doing it. It's okay. Well, you can see, you could see, you can make a leap for that scientifically. Uh, if the world becomes uh, with climate change or food shortages, uh, what you're really describing is a situation like the the science fiction movie Soil and Green, where the soil and green was actually human beings. The waste, you know, the the, the leftover, the people who had died, they took their bodies, ground it up, and made soil and green and fed the population. But uh, people would say, well, that's a science fiction movie. Well, when you have an astronaut. Uh, or you have people that are projected to, uh, you know, live on Mars or go to different places. Uh, their water supply, and it's the same thing that's done in a submarine. Uh, in the present day, uh, the water supplies are your urine, your waste, you know, your waste products and everything else. Those things are all recycled. Mm-hmm. The waste materials are flushed and flushed out, and the liquid materials that are, you know, water or sanitized and cleaned. So you're drinking your urine and, and, you know, 50 other guys from the ship over and over and over again. And, (laughs) you know, well, that's how it works, right? Yeah. What are you going to do if you're traveling to a, to a planet two years away? You know, you can't carry two years worth of water. You know, you have to find a a way to, uh, to, you know, to take that limited supply. Well, you could, you know, in theory, it's the same thing, but you know, these things are much more common um, in the modern world and in the 20th century, like when you're saying, you know, if it's, you know, if science says it's OK, hey, when government said it's been OK, it, it, it's, it's happened on a large scale. When you do the research on this in uh, in the 1930s in the Ukraine in other places in Russia, when there were all these famines again. That was common practice uh, in North Korea, like I mentioned before. This was common practice to eat other people. During World War II, this is an incredible one. 
there was a, a there were war crimes investigated in Fort 1947, and 30 Japanese soldiers were prosecuted, including majors, a general, captains, doctors, were found guilty and hung for supplementing the food of Japanese soldiers with the flesh from, uh, you know, American POWs, uh, other POWs, uh, the indigenous natives, and so on and so forth. Uh, unbelievable. You know, this was rather common. Rather common. You know, and uh, as I mentioned, in, in uh, Russia, over, you know, it, it has a case where 5,000 prisoners were taken, and uh, they, they eventually wound up being eaten. So it's just wild stuff. This goes on into the 1970s, like when, you know, that picture um, survived, you know, the, the people crashed into the, the uh, stranded, you know, mm -hmm. the one with the soccer team. As a matter of fact, the Catholic Church actually has um, kind of a counseling or a rite or something for people who commit cannibalism. Because it would happen with some regularity in the days of the Arctic uh, explorations and when there were sailing ships. And people would sail all over the world, you know, they'd be gone for years on end. People would become marooned, adrift, and they would result to cannibalism. So, mm -hmm. man, oh, man, uh, if, you, if you look at the information, it goes to the 2000s. It goes, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I don't mean to be re repetitious here. But it goes right up to the present day, right up to the present day. Uh, and there are actually cases of uh, people in the 1930s that got human body parts. Uh, one was a journalist, actually. He mentioned the New York Times from the New York Times, a guy called Seabrook. And they wanted to, for scientific purposes, um, taste human flesh. And, they, mm -hmm. and he wrote about it. So anyway, and, uh, and, you know, and was it and was it tasty to him? <laughs> tasted like chicken. No, no I guess what, you know, they actually do have that. And, you know, it was very funny when you were talking about blood baths and things like that. Uh, they actually have articles on here on etiquette. In terms of, you know, practicing cannibalism, mm -hmm. uh, you know, who could believe that? Uh, you know, there's cases here where uh, some some people are reported they've been in accidents, they've gotten their body parts, you know, returned from the accident, and they've made a deal out of eating their own body parts. So, you know, it's one of those shock value, uh, you know, crazy kinds of things. And there are tons and tons and tons of article uh, of articles on this kind of stuff. So it's almost like the, uh, you know, the organ harvesting mm -hmm. on that. You can't believe that these things are really going on in the world. And then you well, find that people are pretty much uh, capable of doing any goddamn thing. So this isn't uh, eating uh, human body parts, uh, you know, doing something shocking like that is not. And, uh, and you know how they how I believe they would sneak it in if they want to uh, get people to to start you know, eating human meat and, and anesthetizes them a little more. Hey, it's, it's okay. They, they would probably grow it in the laboratory. I mean, they've already grown like an yes. ear on the back of a yes. mouse. So, you know, they, they would probably, uh, you know, get the cells, grow some human flesh, pack it, package it all up. Just like the, uh, 
the impossible burger, only it will be the human burger. And, uh, you know, that that will probably be the uh, the gateway drug to get people to say, ah, you know, hey, uh, meat is meat. You know, now now if there's a, a famine or a big problem, well, hell, we, we've already eaten the human meat that was grown in the laboratory. We'll just go and uh, hack up our neighbors and throw them on the grill, you know. Well, I think it sounds silly when we talk about it, you know, like we're, we're talking about it like we just are right now and saying, hey, well, this guy ate a body part and, you know, they'll make a human burger and everything. Well, take it a little bit more. Uh, take the same thing. Well, what I'm trying to say is we're not actually acting silly. How many of you uh, in the audience watch these shows on butch, uh, bushcraft or, uh, you know, preppers and people with, you know, they have their bug out places when the shit hits the fan kind of things and they have this amount of food and this amount of water. That's a very small number of people have you know, more than a very small number of people have any of the skills necessary to survive. Number one. Number two, uh you know they, they don't have a place that's safe. Number three, they even though we have guns all over the place, they're probably not armed enough. And number three, or number four, how do you think that you're going to live day after day after day after day? Where's all that meat going to come from? You know, when the power grid is down and everything goes bad. Where's all the uh, where, where are all the crops coming from? Where you know you know where's all this food coming from? What's you know if you're into survivalism, I mean, like a like an animal, a biological unit. Well, the first thing you do is you use what's available, right? Right. And what's going to be available big time? You probably have some water. You can probably find some way to to purify the water, but getting fresh food. Hey, you're going to get all the people who are kicking the bucket, man. Right? Yeah, and and I've heard some people say, again, it's it's only speculation, but with a with just a little imagination, you you could almost picture it that uh, in certain systems, if they they reach that point, like Hitler did, you know, get rid of the infirm, get rid of the old, get rid of the the useless eaters. Uh, that the that the useless eaters could actually be used to feed the uh you know the the productive strong people of society mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, it doesn't take much of a stretch to see somebody could come up with that one let's not just you know euthanize these uh worthless eaters that don't put anything back into right. uh, society let let's recycle them and and feed them let them be food for the the strong because it will make them stronger eating this this human meat and whatever you don't eat goes on the compost heap heap yeah oh no if you watch if you watch anything i love youtube if you watch any just just a normal channel on living off grid you'll always see people and it's always the funny part of the show they'll show you that uh, they don't have a septic tank they use all their own waste and, uh, you know, what they do with their own waste, what they do with, you know, um, you know, leftover food, how to compost on a, on a higher level, on a higher skill level, uh, and so on and so forth. They don't waste a damn thing. They don't waste urine. They don't waste uh, feces. They don't waste anything like that. Any kind of leftover meat, any kind of leftover vegetable, any kind of leftover vegetation. In a collapsed world, you would be foolish to do that. You would be foolish to do it. You know, anyway, what do you have anything else that you want to add on cannibalism tonight, Paul? 
yeah, don't eat people. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. You don't want to get, get the, a case of Kuru, baby. That's for sure. It's not a pleasant well, way to go. Well, not only that, from, from my perspective, I, I think once you get into drinking blood, bathing in blood, getting transfusion with somebody else's blood, you know, they were trying to have it make the, the comeback. You and I talked about this. If you get a blood transfusion, from a young person and you're an older person, it will revitalize all your organs in your brain. And, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see and set, you know, set back the clock. It could make you actually more youthful. So all, all this nonsense, you know, being put forth. Um, I just think when you're getting into eating other people, drinking blood, I don't know. I, I I just I just think that there is a reason why uh, certain spiritual paths have said don't do this. It is not a good thing to do. Um, it it is not a very high moral thing to do. I I would just say you know I I'd rather starve than go and eat uh, you know a, a roast person sandwich or some such thing. Well, there you have it, folks. We we set a high we we set the bar pretty high on this show. Paul refuses to roast have a roast person sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it might look good, but I won't eat it. <laughs> but you, now, if if McDonald's comes out with the McPerson, I might give it a try. <laughs> That's right. You'll get the, you'll get the new McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the McFoot. <laughs> That's it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and, and boys and girls, if you're listening to this one, uh, if it's spooky and you got the creeps, uh, because it's not only possible, it's anything that we've described in the show has already been done from human beings to other human beings, and a lot worse. <laughs> and we were here to bring it to your attention so that you could be as disgusted with it as we are. But it is fascinating stuff uh, to see just how strange, um, you know, human beings can get and how commonplace many of these uh, bizarre behaviors are that we thought we think are so strange. They are routine throughout history. And cannibalism is one of them. And, you know, Stan, before we close out, I I would uh, I would encourage the views, the viewer or the listener rather that. You know, when I talked earlier about the uh, the mystery Babylon religions and all the weird mm-hmm. things spilled over into our philosophies and, and, and many people in our, our governments today that still follow it, there's actually a video on YouTube. I mean, I, I don't subscribe to, to all this stuff and, you know, certain religious views, but there is a YouTube channel called End Time Productions, mm-hmm. and he has a video on there. I think it's called uh, the Illuminati is about to make their final move, mm. but it's act- it's actually an old clip of of a film on the Illuminati who who started it, the guy's name, why he started it, wh- how obsessed he was with these uh, Babylonian mystery religions, and how he actually um, was good friends and and came you know hobnobbing with. Uh, the Rockefellers, the uh, the Rothschilds, a lot of these people that mm-hmm. whose names go very well, and they subscribed, you know, to this guy's philosophy, and you know, we still see a lot of these people uh, around today and their their cohorts. So, 
I, I would say watch that video. J- just do a little digging and put yourself in the know about kind of what is going on in the the underbelly of our our world and our governments and our societies here, because yeah. there there is, a, there is a lot of really creepy stuff that these people believe to take the world back to the old ways. Mm-hmm. And you know when you see this stuff coming down the pipe the pike and there's madonna and tyler swift and whoever you know oh i did it oh it's great and it's in their music videos and they're on people magazine with blood plastered all over their face or a human foot hanging out of their mouth you know mm-hmm. it, you know where this stuff is coming from it's it's anesthetizing you it's it's getting you used to this idea to push us back to a time in the world that uh, we probably shouldn't go because it's very barbaric. It's brutal. Uh, it really is the, the elites, uh, you know, or the, the priest class ruling over the, uh, the, the pop, the paupers and the, the servants. And, you know, I, I, I just think people should, should really educate themselves a little bit on these things to know where, a lot of this stuff is coming from because it is over the last two years, this whole thing with cannibalism and losing the taboos over cannibalism is getting more and more and more. And how long before we're going to be eating that, that ear that was grown in the the laboratory. Yeah. So do, do your homework and, and just don't go with the flow with the, you know, excuse my language, the, the shit that society and the media and, uh, some of the um, pop stars and, and uh, actors and actresses want to push, well, Hey, they're doing it. It's, it's normal, you know? No, it's not. You know, there's, there's a system out there. There's a conveyor belt that little by little feeds you these, uh, these images and normalizes certain things to get people to go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I see it. That's, that's fine. You know, but know where it's coming from definitely know where it's coming from well using a little cannibal pun paul gave us gave us all a lot to chew on there it's cutting into your exercise time it's stabbing you in the back nine and it's attacking your peace of mind it's pain and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live cbd medic targets your pain at its source It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes. Yes, I did. See, that was a punch to see the cannibals eating, chewing on something, but all that kind of stuff. Well, fascinating stuff tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, and, 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 and our fans. I, I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you have any uh, you know, feelings about the show one way or the other, please rate and review the show and hit the subscribe button so that you can know when we come on. 
Uh, you know, we, we podcast uh, one to two times per week. And, uh, you know, we've got some very interesting shows coming up, um, you know, and I, I think you're really going to enjoy them. Uh, I enjoyed doing this one tonight. And if you'd like to reach me for any reason, you can contact me, Stan Wangland, S. Wangland, that's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And keep an eye out for my other show, Just Thinking. It's on all the podcasting uh, platforms. And you also will get uh, three or four, sometimes five times a week, uh, along with that, another little show called uh, Your Daily Awakening. That's a little five-minute uh, inspirational or thought-provoking show. They're wonderful. They really are great. I, they're one of my favorite things to do. So uh, please do that. And check out the other paranormal folks that uh, we've talked about before and other shows. Cat Ward with Paranormal Hard and uh, Steve over at uh, 13 Past uh, Midnight. And, uh, you know, uh, the... Uh, the one guy, I forget his name now, uh, the cryptid show is a Dixie cryptid. That was it, Dixie yes. cryptid. And Jim Mallard and all those other folks that uh, are out there. And there's many more on uh, on those shows that are excellent. I like to call them out every week. How about you, Paul? Do you have anything uh, that you'd like to uh, promote uh, before we sign off? Well, I'd, I'd first like to say the uh, the Daily Awakening that you just put out, I really liked and people should listen to it. It's called Why You Should Be Proud to Be a People Eater. <laughs> but no, seriously, folks, you can reach me at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter. Just put in Paul James Caden. You know, my all my things will come up. And um, I've been on vacation. Our producer was on vacation. So the spirit side hasn't been out on this network in a couple of weeks, but I'm going to send him shows in the next uh, 24 hours. And I got some interesting guests on some of those shows. So give those a listen. Uh, they will be very interesting. Indeed. Yes, they are. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next time. And if you uh, want to you know, just to dance around to uh, something with cannibalism, get that uh, old forty-five land of the uh, yeah, what is it, land of a thousand dances by Cannibal and the Headhunters. You know, or if you want to go more modern to the nineteen nineties, you can get the Fine Young Cannibals. <laughs> there you go, the Fine Young Cannibals. See, there you go. I'm dating myself. Well, we'll see you next time on the People Under the Stairs. Bye bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of The People Under the Stairs. If you would like to reach out to the host of this show, please feel free to email Paul at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. That's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And if you would like to reach out to Stan, please feel free to go over to his Twitter page and give him a follow at S. Wangland. That's at S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. Or feel free to email him at swangland at gmail.com that's at swangland at gmail.com and please continue to check out all the new episodes of the people under the stairs every wednesday and every sunday on the reality check podcast network it's cutting into your exercise time it's stabbing you in the back nine 
and it's attacking your peace of mind. <sighs> it's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about gig speed internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. <laughs> 